Hey everyone, welcome to the FN Bad Show. I'm your host, Edmund Fong. Each podcast, I'll be sharing my random thoughts, having special guests, and also sharing my wisdom. I hope this will be a fun listening experience for you. Thank you for listening. Hey, FN Bad fans. It's the 35th anniversary of the Back to the Future trilogy. On this episode, I'm going to be discussing the films with my good friend, Jenman. Hi, FN Bad fans. I'm here today with my friend, Jenman. How's it going, Jenman? It's going good, going good. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Now, we've known each other for over 25 years now. Right. It's been a very long, long time, long journey. A lot of things have happened in the last 25 years. Yeah, definitely been great friends. We've traveled together. We've watched movies together. We've gone to Sacramento Kings games, done quite a bit. So, But uh, one of uh, our favorite pastimes is uh, watching movies. And one of our favorite trilogies is the Back to the Future movies yeah yep. all, uh, all three of them yeah and uh happens to be the 35th anniversary this year yep it's been 35 years since the first movie came out was in 1985 yeah that's right and uh definitely the adventures of marty mcfly and doc brown uh you know that's definitely fun movies to uh watch so uh i'm gonna ask you uh when did you watch uh, the first Back to the Future? Oh, man. I, I know it was 1985, 1988 range before the second one came out, but it wasn't at the movie theater. Um, yeah, I didn't really go to too many movies in the, in the theater, but I know I, when it came out on TV, uh, that's when I watched the first episode, and I really had no idea what, what the movie was about. And I just knew Michael J. Fox was in it, and I knew him from, from watching um, Family Ties, a TV show. Right. Uh, so that's how I knew about him. I thought, well, let's see what this movie's about. And it was about time travel. So I said, well, that's a pretty interesting concept, you know, back then, because you really didn't see type of movies that dealt with time traveling, you know, way back yeah. in the 80s. So the, I thought it'd be a fun movie. And, you know, it, it became like an instant hit to me. And I didn't realize how big the movie was in the theaters at that time, but I knew it was a big hit in, in my eyes. I see. Yeah. I remember watching it in Stockton at the Sherwood theaters, I went with uh, my good friend, Matthew, and uh, we went to watch it. And uh, I was, I think 14 at that time, he was 16. So he was able to drive us to go to the movie theaters. I remember we ran to his friend that was just coming out of the movie theater. And we were like, Oh, how was the movie? And so he was like, Oh, it was awesome. Especially the the skateboarding part. We were (laughs) like, Whoa, really? Oh, okay, cool. So we bought our tickets and we went in. And I, I clearly remember that day uh, we're watching the, the first Back to the Future back in uh, 1985, for sure. And, uh, of course, uh, two, uh, two sequels uh, uh, came after the Back to the Future, uh, Back to the Future 2 and then 3. So, uh, 89 and 1990. Do you remember watching those? Yeah, definitely. Remember watch those? Definitely, again, not in the theaters for, for two and three. Um, you know, 
I was busy with college at the time. And so, you know, I knew the movies came out. So again, I watched it probably when it came out on video. You okay. Know, back, back then with VCRs, when you go rent <laughs> yeah. videos. So yeah, I know I watched those from too. Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was Blockbuster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, I probably still have my Blockbuster card around here somewhere. But um, <laughs> right. But I heard, you know, originally I heard number two wasn't as good. You know, so I, I kind of had that in my mind from hearing the reviews and all that. Um, but then when three came out, they said it was going back to its roots. One was in a way. And and so, you know, that I can, I remember watching number three with a lot of anticipation, knowing that this is going to be the end of the trilogy. You know, so mm-hmm. two and three. Yeah, I definitely watched it on on video when it came out, uh, you know, just ran to Blockbuster and, and, and got those and. You know, so all three came out, and I was like, hmm, "I wonder if they're ever going to make a uh, Back to the Future four, You know, back then. Mm-hmm. So right, and of course they they didn't. Right. And, uh, yeah, I remember I was in college too when uh, Back to the Future two came out, and I saw it in the theater. And what was exciting, uh, what I heard was that they shot the movies back to back. Now, right, you know that sequels don't shoot back to back i mean that was unheard of i mean i was i was excited i mean that back to the future too and then at the end of the movie they showed a uh, a teaser for back to the future three uh, right after the movie so that's very exciting because you just don't just don't see that uh, i mean uh uh back then uh back, something shot back to back like that it was released in 89 and then the uh Back to the Future 3 was released in 1990, six months after Back to the Future 2. So that was very exciting. I mean, it wasn't like uh, The Empire Strikes Back was shot back to back with Return of the Jedi, right? I mean, so <laughs> exactly. it was exciting. So, I mean, I was, I was, that was pretty cool. I mean, just to see a movie, uh, the third one the com- to complete the trilogy come out six months after the second one is finished. So that, that was that was cool. That that was exciting for me as as a film, you know, uh, enthusiast. So yeah, I heard the same thing. I was kind of surprised mm-hmm. that they did back to back. It's like wow, uh, that's a little bit different from how they normally would shoot uh, sequels. You know, so, exactly. Yeah, but yeah, I thought, wow, so... they must have they have a lot of confidence in this movie, and they they knew what they want to do for two and three. They didn't want to wait uh, because nowadays you don't see uh, one movie come out and another movie come out so short amount of time usually takes a few years i know know, scheduling wise (laughs) as well so money and all that so yeah they knew knew what they had so they really went for it and said let's do two and three this you know we have a a a big story to tell and you know let's tell it all at one time and not not wait right right and of course you know i mean such an incredible cast and 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 i mean director robert zemeckis so that's that's uh, that's uh, awesome. So, uh, why do you think uh, these movies were so successful? I mean, what, what? Uh, I think it's the one is probably the type of movie matter is dealing with, like time travel, because everyone wonders, hey, is it possible? We know we have all these theories. We want to go back in time, and and we always think about what can we change in our life if we went back in time, and how would that work? We ran into ourselves, you know. Is this a fascinating concept and even today you know any movie that comes out that talks about time travel that's that's the type of movie i, I want to watch you know um, uh-huh. anything any kind of movie that comes out you know even avengers endgame was about time travel 
Yes. You know, that's, so that's true. I mean, Bill and Ted's, I mean, uh, yes. uh, time travel popular. I mean, definitely a, a popular theme. Right. And then there's mm-hmm. this, uh, what's it called? Hot tub time machine. Mm-hmm. So it, it, they have a lot of different takes on time travel. And so before, I guess before Back to the Future, the only time travel movie I knew about was um, the one, the H.G. Wells movie, the book they made into a movie, right. uh-huh. you know, yes. So that's that was a long time ago, and so those yes. were, that was really the only movie I've ever watched and knew that talked about time travel, and it was very interesting to see. So when mm-hmm. Back to the Future talked about time travel, and I like the science fiction genre, I thought that's this is like the perfect movie, and and the characters it's just so fun, you know. Yes, I agree. I mean, time travel, and like you said, the 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 writing, the 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 uh, the overall creativity of it. I mean, uh, I think that. You and I both agree. Time travel and the DeLorean—that's <laughs> yeah, that's, that's that was pretty cool. I mean, to, yeah, just to see that and everything about it, just the overall writing and and the everything about it. I mean, uh, what I think it made it successful is that it's still to this day still still very relevant. I mean, right. we could still still watch it over and over again, not get tired of it because of uh, of the of just the storyline, I think. Yeah, and uh-huh. and you know, I never heard of the car called DeLorean. I never knew about that type of car. So when I saw it, I was like, what is this? You know, this is like a like a futuristic metal machine. I was, I was like like a transformer type of, of vehicle. I was like, well, this is interesting too. So mm-hmm. so the mode of transportation that he used was was you know something that was different from other time machine type of movies that they have. Mm-hmm. But also, yeah, you know, also, did you hear about how they originally had a different idea about what was going to be used as a time travel machine? Um, I had heard about it. Um, can you uh, t- tell me more about it? Or I, I only recall them saying that it was going to be a refrigerator. Is that right? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you may be right about that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't really delved into that topic, but I remember them saying it was, it was not even going to be about a, a DeLorean. It was going to be about mm-hmm. a, a refrigerator, something you have in right. your household. So I was thinking, how would that even work? <laughs> right. And yeah. of course, uh, originally, Marty McFly was not Michael J. Fox. It was right. Eric Stoltz. And that, that changed, you know, uh, things when they switched to Michael J. Fox. I mean, uh, they had to reshoot a lot, uh, quite a bit of scenes. So. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, originally they, yeah, they said they couldn't get Michael J. Fox. They were like dead set on him, but because of his schedule with Family Ties, he he couldn't do it. And so they, well, they went with their next choice, uh, Eric Stoltz, and and you can see it online on YouTube. You'll find like video of him doing the initial early scenes of the movie, and then you know I heard it like Michael J. Fox when they finally was able to get him, they shot like pretty much all night right after he shot from family ties and during the day he would go shoot the movie at night so he's basically almost around the clock working day and night doing two different things. wow uh-huh i see and no team no sleep for him <laughs> right <laughs> yeah exactly so yeah of course uh they also changed the uh some of the uh other different uh actors too and actresses for uh uh number two uh, as well uh they had uh, instead of uh, Crispin Glover, they had Jeffrey Wiseman take mm-hmm. over, and then uh, of course Claudia Wells uh, was 
uh, changed to Elizabeth Shue in the, in the second one too. So, right, yeah, right. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, and also going back to about the refrigerator thing, um, they said they initially thought it'd be a good idea to go do a refrigerator as your time machine, but then they were worried that kids would actually go into the refrigerator and get oh. stuck. <laughs> I see. <laughs> so. And they would get trapped, they would never get out, or, you know, who knows what kids would do back then. So they said, nah, maybe it's not a good idea. Let's try DeLorean, where you can't really find a DeLorean in the open somewhere where kids would want to go in, because they were pretty rare cars at that time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think, you know, also what made these movies successful is that you know, everything about it, I mean, is just so cool. I mean, mm-hmm. just from the moment uh, the Marty and the opening scene with the power of love skateboarding right and, uh you know to, to to his best friend doc brown to i mean to einstein i mean i i mean i, <laughs> I fell in love with einstein i want a dog like einstein you know so right i mean right. and then you, of course you know we all want the gray sports almanac and <laughs> i mean all the all those things that that are in the film you know the 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 uh the, the Nike power laces, I mean, right. the <laughs> I mean, hoverboard, I, the hoverboard, yep, uh, all all these different things that are in the in the in the movie, the DeLorean, of course, yep. Uh, I mean, who who wouldn't want a, a girlfriend like Jennifer? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> right, so, right, right, yeah. And then you know, of course, you know, we all had had bullies like Biff mm-hmm. in our lifetime. So mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, all these things like they. I mean, it's it's like real life almost. So it's yeah, it's pretty cool to to to, to have it in those movies, you know, that we can kind of relate to. So right, yeah. and, and the movie had so many different cultural references. You can mm-hmm. every scene you'll see something. You might have to watch it two or three times and look closely. You'll find something in the movie that referenced maybe something later on in the movie that you'll think back. Oh, it gave me a clue to what was going to happen later on or there was a connection to something that's going on or something about what was going on during that time so there's a lot of tie-ins with all these different objects and different references and the different things they do and say it just yeah. really it really connected from first movie to the end yeah yeah that, that connection yeah one of the things that speaking of that one of the things that i thought it was a movie mistake was when it went from twins pine mall to Lone Pine Mall. And I was all like, wait, is that a movie error? Because mm-hmm. how come it was Twin Pines Mall and that was Lone Pine Mall? Right. And I didn't even know that Marty ran over the, the, the pine tree with the DeLorean in the very beginning. And that's why there's only one you know, pine tree. And that's why it's a lone pine tree ball. Exactly. So I didn't even know that that was, I thought it was an error. <laughs> I go, wait a minute. They forgot to change the signs. That's a production error. Right. It's right. Like, what happened? So, yeah. Right. So I was like, Oh, that's a production error. So that, that in my mind, you know, uh, I, you know, that, that's, you know, one of the things, like you said, you know, something that happens in the beginning of the movie, you know, ties in, you know, later on. So, yeah, yeah. There, so, there's yeah. there's a lot of things on the internet you'll find that says, "Hey, mm-hmm. hundred things you didn't know about this movie," and then you'll mm-hmm. you'll read about it, and then you'll go back and watch it, and so mm-hmm. it, that makes the movie really, you know, has a good watchability as far as watching it over again. Maybe it's the second time you'll see it, the third time you might see it. You know, they're just mm-hmm. it just the movie's almost like you're watching it the first time every time you watch. It's like the brand new movie to you. I know, I know. Every time I watch it, it's kind of I. 
I, I watch it like it was my f- first time. Like I, I want like something different to happen. You mm-hmm, know? So mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's so it's weird like that. So yeah. So speaking of the the films, uh, there are a lot of different quotes, of course, from the movies that you know you and I always you know reference to. What are your favorite quotes like that that you could think from the movies? Well, usually when I think of the quotes, it's it's a lot of times it's Doc Brown. I like the way he. He acts the way he's just kind of goofy and he's just all over the place. He's just mm-hmm. bouncing off walls and, you know, right. <laughs> yes. you know, and, and, and then he'll say 1.21 gigawatts, 1.21 gigawatts. And he'll run around <laughs> holding right. his hair. I remember that. I was like, yeah. I said, what's a yeah. gigawatt? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. And great Scott. You know? Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep, exactly. You know, and, and uh-huh. stuff like when Marty says, hey, that's heavy. And then, you know, Doc would uh-huh. reference, is there something going on with Earth's gravitational? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. I mean, there, there's so many di- different quotes in the movie. I mean, it's so memorable. You right. Know? It's like, hey, you get your damn hands <laughs> off her. You know? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And, and ooh la la. Yeah. You know? so, I mean, yeah. So, so many. Yeah. You know? then, uh... so, definitely so many, so many different uh, uh, quotes from the movie that, that we enjoy. Yeah. Uh, always saying and, and always using it in our daily lives right. as, a, as a joke. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, so yeah. and there's a lot of quotes yeah. that just, not from just the first movie, but it just ran through all three movies. Like with Biff, mm-hmm. Biff's always saying, Oh, I hate manure. Right. <laughs> yes. Uh, I totally agree, agree with that. Yes. So uh, they were able to carry, you know, stuff, you know, throughout the trilogy. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And then stuff like Biff would say, uh, why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? You know, and, mm-hmm. and everybody laughs. Well, that's not really the quote, but that's how he says it. So he he said that a few times too. So we'll make like a tree. He's supposed to say make like a tree and leave, but he said get out of here. You know, uh-huh. so th- things like that. It's just you know funny the way the characters just say it right. They just have a way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Yes, excellent casting, and, yeah. and of course you know with the characters you know. Uh, yeah, you've uh, you and I uh, have met the, uh, some of the actors and actresses from the movies. I know uh, you, you've met uh, Michael J. Fox, Christopher Lloyd, and Leah Thompson. Can you uh, tell us uh, when and where? Yeah, so this was back in March 2016 at the Silicon um, Valley uh, Comic Con back in uh, was in San Jose. So, mm-hmm. so at that time, I, I know you and I planned that trip and. You know, we had to get all prepared for it. We knew who was coming, what guests we wanted to, you know, see and meet and get photographs and get autographs of. And um, so I, I prepared myself. I got a, a photo, a large, probably uh, two feet by two feet photo of um, which shows Doc Brown and Marty McFly and uh, um, Leah Thompson in it. So they're all in yeah, the same uh-huh. photo, a black and white photo. I was told it's a pretty rare photo. Um, yeah, you 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 told you told me that that's I think that's like one of the only scenes that really like all all three of them were in, in like a photo together or something. Exactly, uh, exactly. Uh, yeah, and uh, it's pretty rare. And, uh-huh. and when I went there, obviously you had to wait in line to get a you know autograph for each of the three actors, and so you know staying in line meant getting there long way. Yeah, very <laughs> long way. Oh my goodness, I don't know if I can do that today, but you have to wait. You have to get in line early, probably an hour or so before, and just stand there and wait. And one by one, you go through, and you know you you don't get a lot of time to talk to the person. 
you know, you might say hi and thank you and, you know, mm -hmm. but, but I remember, yeah, Leah Thompson was the one who actually took time to talk to you for, for even a minute, just to, to tell you, you know, how she's doing, asking you how you're doing. And, you know, and she was the one who told me that she, she, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd in that picture was the only scene they've ever been in of the, the three movies. Mm. So, and that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And that scene was the one where, um, uh, Doc Brown and Marty were in his garage or barn area. He was with the car and they were doing some, uh, you know, work in there. And then she just knocked and came looking for him, you know, and she wanted mm -hmm. to ask if he was going to, you know, ask her to go to the dance. Yes, I, I, re I, I remember that scene. Yep. Yeah. So, so yeah, pretty much out of the, got autographs on that same poster i probably stood in line a total of three four hours that's pretty much <laughs> yeah that was almost almost my whole day there at the event yeah half the yeah, day yeah yeah mm -hmm. you know I, yeah you have that you have that poster up on your wall now yeah it's, in, it's on a, a large big frame i have it mounted on my wall in my bedroom and so you know it's one of the, the biggest memorabilia pieces that i have that you know you know i'll never sell it i'll never do anything with it just keep it the way it is and keep it for the rest of my life yeah that's definitely a piece to save you you know uh for all time exactly because <laughs> that's definitely that's that's from you know three of probably the the big stars yeah from from the trilogies right yeah and of course you know i met uh jeffrey wiseman who uh played george mcfly in back to the future two and three he uh you know he's he's local he's uh in the Bay Area, and mm -hmm. he, was a, he was able to come and uh, be a part of my uh, uh, 2017 SAC Pop Culture Expo. One of my contacts was able to give me his uh, information, and I was able to contact him and bring him down for photos and uh, autographs uh, that day. And uh, yeah, he was he's a very nice gentleman. He's hes definitely done a lot of uh, different uh, movies and, of course, a lot of plays, too, I believe. So Jeffrey Wiseman, uh, shout out to him for, you know, coming to my show. And uh, I also saw him uh, also. He, he took part in the uh, Intergalactic Expo uh, in West Sacramento, mm -hmm. too. Uh, that, that was uh, a couple of years back. But. Yeah, he's a local guy, so you know I, I always uh, appreciate him coming right. down, and you know, and I, I know if I have any other different projects, <laughs> uh, different expos, you know, I definitely want to invite him back. But yeah, I'm glad we were able to meet some of the the stars from the movies. Right, so. I know that that was good. I remember going to your your show and seeing him there, mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and when he wasn't sitting there and. And, and doing any autographs or pictures. He was walking around, talking to people, and, you know, just, just enjoying the time there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, he's, a, he's definitely a, a, a cool guy to uh, definitely, you know, get to know. Right. So, so uh, yeah, the name of the show is Effin' Bad. And, uh, you know, definitely we want to discuss uh, what do you think is the uh, – the best effing bad scene in, in the trilogies, gentlemen. The best scene, opinion. the best scene from either the three movies or the first one. Uh, we'll go with the, the first okay, one. The first one. 
Let's see. What is the, one of the best scenes in the first one? Probably, I'd say, you know, when he went back, to me, when he went back in time and um, met Doc Brown in the past and, you know, how he came to his house and, and you know, mm-hmm. just didn't know who he was. And, you know, even though Marty knew everything about, about him and just seeing them and then going through town um, just interacting. So I can't really pick one exact scene. It, it, it all blends together. One scene just moves into another. Right. So I, I just like the when they first meet back in 1955. You know, to, you mm-hmm. know, just the, the start of that really the start of the whole journey. So it, it wasn't like a, a like a the most impactful scene for everybody out there, but for me, just seeing them mm-hmm. interact, then just the start of how well Marty had to tell, you know, he tell Doc how everything goes on and but not telling him too much of what's going on in the past, you know, because a sad scene was when um, at the, the mall, the parking lot, you know, when he got shot and then Marty didn't know what happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So, yeah, it's, it's really hard to, to pick the, the, the scenes. I mean, uh, I mean, uh, because there's so many, uh, so many, you know, memorable scenes from the, from the movies. I mean, you could pick anything from, you know when they were first at the 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 Twin Pines Mall when when Marty first goes <laughs> back in time. You could choose that one, or you could choose the 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 clock tower when the lightning strikes and you know send them back. And I mean, there's there's so many. I mean, uh, that I mean, uh, uh, obviously the Enchantment Under the right. Sea dance was was cool. I mean, I I think for number two for me is the Enchantment Under the Sea dance when I seen the way when you know the two Martys were there at the same time. Oh yeah, you know, not knowing each. Yeah, that that was something that's was creative. That that was uh, you know one was on stage, the other one was you know up on the <laughs> up on the the stage there trying to get away from 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 Biff's you know yeah, buddies, yeah. and then finally knocked them out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that, I think that was, that was, I think that was one of the scenes that you know was very exciting there. Um, also, you know, also in part two, when he first, you know, went to the future and, and seeing the the future <laughs> uh, Hill Valley, that that was very cool. Of course, they nearly predicted the the Cubs World Series almost, right. I think, by a year, correct? Right, yeah. right. So, uh, I mean, yeah. So that that was that that was pretty cool. I mean, to to shoot that at Universal Studios and and to have that Hill Valley set there. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. And of course, you know, number three, I mean, I, I think just, just, uh, the, I think, I think the, in the third one, you know, where they're trying, you know, using the, the locomotive to push the DeLorean, that's, that's, that's pretty cool, exciting, trying to get it up to speed. Yeah, yeah, too, so. yeah, the way mm-hmm. they, they hijacked it and the, the conductor mm-hmm. says something like, is this a hijack or, and then they go, no, it's a science <laughs> experiment. so it it was just funny you know how they found a way to try to get that car up to 88 miles an hour and you know back Mm -hmm. way back then you know you don't know what kind of technology they had that could even do that type of thing they said well we can't push it or you can't you know pull it they're thinking you know push it down a uh an icy hill at first and then yeah i see and then marty's like we don't have time for that you know monday yeah winter <laughs> yeah winter is I know. months away yeah, exactly right? and yeah uh-huh. um and then just as well even going back before then just seeing how 
Marty, remember he was dragged on the, the horse with a rope, uh, being pulled through town, and they were, and he was about to mm-hmm. hang him. Fifth Tannen was about to hang him, um, and then mm-hmm. the, then came to the rescue was Doc with his uh, like his pipe power rifle. It was like this big old scope, you know, and shot right. the rope and uh-huh. you know freed Marty from it. And th- it was just funny to see that. I was like, wow, you know, it's, it's just uh-huh. perfect timing and just that's just Doc. He he invents something that wasn't available at that time and he made it and so he saved marty at that point yeah yeah it's definitely enjoyable to see uh the cameos too uh huey lewis yep. uh, and also uh zz top <laughs> <laughs> making their making their cameos right. i mean uh the the music was amazing yeah. too the power yeah. of love you know that, that that's i mean just just the, from the moment, you know, that the first one started with that, with that, with that movie theme, that was, that was already fun. I yeah. mean, uh, that the overall, you know, the trilogies, we love, we love them. I mean, we could watch it over and over. I think it's on Netflix right now. So. Hey, it's it's, it's <laughs> so, on TV yeah. pretty much. Mm-hmm. Every point of the year, you know, it could be early in the mm-hmm. year and then in October, November, kind of celebrating like their anniversary, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they show it all over on cable TV. So, you, so yeah, I, I catch it pretty much every time, even though I know I've watched it before. And I'll still just turn it to that channel, just lay there, lay back, and just watch it. And you know, right? I think it's, I think this you know trilogy is gonna live on for generations and generations. So, uh, so I mean, if you uh, definitely, if you haven't seen the movies, uh, highly recommend. Yeah. Highly recommend them. Yeah, definitely. So, and, you know, so these movies just don't come along anymore like that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And to have such a ensemble of, of great actors, I mean, and characters, I mean, uh, you know, that, I mean, you got to love all the characters. I mean, every, everybody from Marty McFly to Doc Brown to... I mean to Strickland. I mean, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, to to Jennifer. I mean to, yeah. Everybody is 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 amazing. They 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 done it well. You know, uh, in the movies, they did a great job. Yeah, so. and not just that, but also mm-hmm. bringing them through different time periods throughout the years, like in the future, and then in the fifties, and then in the eighteen hundreds. So each character had a role to play. In each, as they went along and you know it's almost like their their grandfather and their father and their son it's almost kind of like that it had a little connection to everything yes i agree yeah they played different different characters in different periods that's that was also very unique too so and not not done in other films right right and you know and and some characters you recognize probably from other movies too you know strickland is from top gun uh Mm -hmm. mary steenburgen She's been in a lot of movies too. Yes, uh, and, uh-huh. and of course Elizabeth Shue was another blockbuster uh, with a Karate Kid. Yes, Elizabeth Shue. So mm-hmm. it, it's just funny to see all these characters nowadays. Now you see them and you go back. Oh wow! Not just Back to the Future, but they went on to do other movies too. And it, it's just so memorable. These characters were perfect for that movie, you know, and they'll always be known for that for that movie too. They'll, they'll never be forgotten. There's you know, just just saying the word Marty, you know who that is. You say Doc, you know who that is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, uh, amazing job by once again, you know, the Robert Zemeckis, you know, I, and, and Steven Spielberg, and 
I mean, the whole, the whole crew, the whole, the whole, uh, you know, the whole cast. I mean, it's just, you know, I mean, it's, it's amazing trilogy. I mean, and it's, it's gonna, it's definitely one for all the ages. I mean, it's, it's gonna be going on for, like I said, generations. Like you can, like it's never gonna, you're never gonna get tired of watching. Right, it, so. right, and and also, you know, Bob Gale, the the writer, the creator, you know. So oh, yeah, you know, definitely. You know, so these people, you know, will always be remembered for this. Of course, they've gone on like Spielberg and Zemeckis have done other things, but this seems to me like this was the big one. This was the one that really everybody just fell in love with it. And, you know, I know they were known throughout the world, but, you know, became more of a household name. So, Mm -hmm. yeah, someday, you know, you know, show the movie to to your friends, kids and, you know, introduce them to this and they'll love it. It's just still relevant today. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for your time. Uh, It was Definitely fun talking to you about the Back to the, Filler, Back to the Future trilogies, and it's the 35th anniversary this year. And uh, all right, so thank you very much for joining Thank me. you, Ed. I appreciate it. It's, it's always great to go back into the 80s and go back down memory lane. That's it for this edition of the F and Bad Show. I'm your host, Edmund Fong. Please check out FNBAD on Facebook, and you may email at fnbadpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks for listening.